listening to Remedial Juggernomics. Because you missed out on teenage parties and smoke-filled garages bumping grease-painted beats just like I did, and we're chasing a nostalgia that's not truly ours. For most people, the bizarre and fantastic lie within the realm of imagination, never to intercept with everyday life. If you were to ask someone on the street if they believed in possessed creatures, or witchcraft, or other realms of existence, they would say you're crazy. However, there are some who would attest to the contrary, because they know, firsthand, what wonders and horrors lurk out beyond the dark bowers of man's domain. Today, we focus on one particular witness to the unexplainable a grease-painted bard known as Violent J, who, in 1992, related his encounter with the Wizard of the Hood. Hey guys, we're back! Uh, sorry for the delay. Turns out, uh, Puerto Rico, while fantastic and beautiful, also gave me illness. And I've been recovering from that for a grip. Uh, but we're back! We're back, and we're back with a good one. So, I haven't really missed too much. Turns out 1992 is, is a static point in time, and the music's not going anywhere. So you can find it all on Spotify, and it's freely available. Anyway, uh, today, as that uh, my attempt at trying to be spooky for no good reason, I've been watching a lot of Nexpo and Scare Theater videos, because sometimes you just want to get some creep-em-ups and some spookies. So I just figured I'd give that a try for no reason. We're going over the song The Wizard of the Hood. And if you can't tell by my tone of voice, I very much enjoyed this one. Here's the th- All right, so here's the thing. I did not go into this podcast expecting to have a bad time because if I was like if I was doing this for hate listening or hate watching, number 1, that's a bad thing to do. Like that's just why would you do that? But I thought it would be a little bit more like clinical and I'm really going to have to dig to find something that like entertains me. Here's the thing. I'm having a pretty good time listening to these tracks. There's some uh-ohs, of course. There's some problems, of course. But in general, like, not having a terrible time. I am enjoying going through it track by track. And also, I also get that I'm giving myself a bit of a break. So, it's not like I'm just blasting out an album in one go. Taking it song by song. Little delicious bite-sized pieces. Little hors d'oeuvres of music. So, The Wizard of the Hood. Hey, what do you think this song's a riff on? Uh, it's The Wizard of Oz. That's right, you did it. You figured it out. Good job. So, yeah, this is essentially just a long, a long story song, which is a bit of a delight. The Wizard of Oz, but with a little bit of that Detroit Ghetto Zone twist. Of course, the main character, I think he's just the main everything, really, is Violent J. Or, he does introduce himself when going to meet the wizard near the end. He His full name is apparently Violent Psychopath J. So it's always good if, if Psychopath is your middle name. He's at a party, like you do. He drank a fifth of some, uh, some Mad Dog, some bum wine, some real bad, some Mad Dog 2020. Passed out, and then, uh... Woke up in a home that was going through a tornado. 
and he lands in uh, in Oz, essentially. Like, they just straight up name drop it. But things are a little bit different. The Lollipop Guild does seem to be a lot more militarized. There's zoot suits and Mac Daddy limps and all that. So they're like, hey, what's up? Cool, you killed the witch. Uh, this is no longer relevant. There is no, there's no Glinda or anything like that. So it's irrelevant and Violent J just uh, violently J's his way to grabbing a gun and then leaves. Uh, he just abandons that whole plot and goes down the yellow brick alleyway where he will meet a familiar cast of characters. So you got your regulars, you got your scarecrow, you got your tin man, and you've got your lion. But their their motivations are, are a little bit different. If memory serves, because yes, I'm dumb enough to not fully remember all the things of Wizard of Oz, the Scarecrow wants brain, Tin Man wants heart, Lion wants some courage. So in this one, a little bit different. Scarecrow is found by Violent J, just roaming, like a basehead, as he says in the lyric. So I whipped out my nickel-plated double four. Best tell me how to get back, or I'ma blow the straw out your effing head. You wanna see the wizard? Yeah, I do. Get me off this pole and I'll come with you. You know the whiz? Yeah, I used to roll for him, then he ganked me at a G, now I got a bullet for him. So, the the Scarecrow really just wants revenge for a thousand dollars. Which is, like... Why would you hire the Scarecrow, number one? I mean, I guess it's security for crows now that I answered my own question. Don't worry about it. All right, so we have that motivation. Revenge for $1,000. Next up, we've got our Tin Man, who they need the Tin Man because apparently he knows where the wizard actually is, even though you'd think the wizard would just stay in one place because he's a giant wizard, but whatever. What he needs is some Red Bull. He just, as he says, I ain't saying nothing till you oil me up. Which is hilarious, because that's twice now. <sighs> Scarecrow references getting off the pole, and then uh, Tin Man is requesting that Vi Violent J oils him up. And there's a bit of a leap motif that I don't think they're realizing there. There's some insinuations. But anyway, is then elaborating that he needs to be oiled up with a 40 of Red Bull. I'm guessing it's not the energy drink. I'm guessing Red Bull is a different thing that they had back in the day. Not essentially sure. Finally, they come up on the line. Now, Lion, he's a coward, right? Who's going to portray this this very layered character? Why, it's Kid Villain, who's a person I don't know of, but according to Genius Lyrics, he's the person who plays the Lion. His motivation is he just wants rings, chains, any kind of gold. Or what? Or I'm going to let this nine unfold. Violet J is able to appease him by saying, hey, if you come back to Delray, you can just rob MFers every day. Crackheads, hoes, whatever you can name. Catch all the rich ones coming out the ball game. That's enough to appease it. So now, the, our, our team in tow goes up to the wizard's place. The doorman uh, has this exchange with Violent J, where Violent J has asked where the wizard is staying. Who wants to know? Violent Psychopath J. I want a word with him at gunpoint, because there's no place like Detroit. And that's kind of beautiful. Alright, so we finally introduce the wizard, who seems to be a train? I don't know. He talks very slow, and he sounds like a steam engine. So I don't know what exactly is happening here. And then the, the wizard of the ghetto, he talks, he talks a really big game. Essentially, like, you can't kill me, 
I'll chew you up and spit bullets out. At this point, all of Violent J's crew just unloads 79 slugs to his brain. And then after that point, Tin Man is dropping cluster bombs, which doesn't make any sense to me, because that implies that Tin Man can fly and also is made of bombs. They just kill the wizard, even though the wizard seemed to have been their way home. Again, there's also no Glinda Goodwitch. There's no other witch. Just, I woke up, killed a witch. Now I'm going to go kill a wizard. Which is, by gum, they certainly are acting like a D&D party. And the DM is just like, but I built all this stuff for you. I built these plots. And they're like, no, just kill the wizard. That's what we want to do. They kill the wizard, and then they, <laughs> they steal his car. They jumped in his ride. It's a drop-top Geo that says Wiz on the side. And I know that it's a different time from 1992 to the year of our Lord, Anno Domini, 2019. But a Geo with the drop-top is maybe not the smoothest ride? It's adorable. Anyway, at the end, LJ, he wakes up. He's back at the party. And he was like, oh man, I gotta tell the story. But then I just let it pass. Because I know they'll laugh at my drunk self. Still trying to keep it clean for the kiddos. And that's essentially Wizard of the Hood. This song's a hoot. I enjoyed it muchly. I'd say it's probably the best beat. I think it's the best beat of the song so far. There's also some good sampling of the original Wizard of Oz. Getting to the, you know, the point of it. To which Shaggy 2-Dope violently shouts it down because Shaggy 2-Dope continues this trend of just hilariously screaming at things, which I still find amusing. I haven't gotten tired of it yet. Also, the song does end with a skit of some slam poetry, I suppose, or just some spoken words, some free verse, as it was. You have one person doing a few little short poems, and then Shaggy 2-Dope takes the stage and regales us with a with a song of a butterfly. And I don't want to make fun of it too much, because it almost has the exact same energy of poetry that I've written. So I don't want to, like, you know, I don't want to pee in my own cereal, you know what I mean? So that is Wizard of the Hood. So now, do the thing that I've gotten used to at this point. We must rank it. We must rank it amongst the other tracks that exist in the world. Right now, of course, at the top, First Day Out, which is all about getting out of prison. Also includes the first mention of Fago. Fago gets uh, dropped again in this track. He's dreaming about sipping on it, which is... I mean, you always dream of home, right? When you need comfort, you always think of home. Home is Fago. And at the bottom, uh, the actual track Carnival of Carnage, which is just garbage. So, I thought about this a little bit, and... Most of the other ones we've had have some redeeming qualities, but they're not necessarily overall good. Except for, that's right, this one. Because I don't really have a thing that I absolutely despise about it. There's nothing that's, like, really bad. The flow in general is really good. There are a few slip-ups near the end, but it flows pretty well. There's not a lot of, like, awkward pauses. The beat's really good. The, the story being retold, retold, regaled to us is not 
super, like, offensive or damaging or anything. So, taking the new number one, Wizard of the Hood. That's right. It's done. It's happened. Get get yourself ready. Alright? We now have six songs definitively ranked till the end of time. We're chipping away and finding the pure marble figures underneath. That's what we're doing. Alright. So that's going to do it for this episode. If you like the show, please let me know. I am, again, you can find us on Podbean. We are on iTunes now. Still waiting on approval from Google Play, but it's there. Um, It's submitted at any rate, so it should be up hopefully sometime soon. You can get it on, uh, you know, those podcatchers. I'm going to be submitting them to other podcast platforms as well. So keep your eyes out on the future. If you want to talk to me about it, tweet at me, at itsgossityo, or you can find me on Instagram, at supergosset 64 And uh, if you really, really want to help this thing grow, tell a friend. And and by that I mean just get close to them. Put your arm around their shoulder if they're comfortable with that. Or if they're a friend that doesn't prefer kind of physical contact, just, you know, at at a decent safe respectable space say hey i want to i want to talk to you about clowns and music and and the human experience with a friend of mine that lives on the other end of a microphone and his name is gossip and he's going to take us on a journey and i want you to do that and i really want you to say it with love in your heart and in your eyes anyway that would help grow the brand <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. So, uh, next episode is going to be the song Guts on the Ceiling, and I don't know what it's about. Could it be about violence? Yes. Could it be about shaggies? Yes. Could it be a love song again? I don't know. They surprise me again and again with their loving hearts. But I have taken up a lot of time. I feel like this may be our longest episode yet, so I'm going to close it off here. But, uh... This is it for Remedial Juggernomics. Try all, try all the different flavors of uh, Remedial Juggernomics. I'm trying to make it like Fago, but I actually don't know the flavors of Fago at this point. Oh, beans. Oh, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs>